Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to this week's play-by-play of the Hang Time Podcast. Joining us now, TNT analyst Kevin McHale. I tell you what, for Vikings fans... Green Bay playing the Bears is like, do you want to get hung or do you want to get shot? With your host, Galliot Anderson, stuffed it down behind his head. Seku Smith and Lang Whitaker. The NBA's Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, Stu Jackson, is joining us now on the podcast. I wanted to ask you, Stu, the players see you coming, do they get out of the way now? No, the worst thing that happened to me was uh, caller ID. Sports editor of The Nation, Dave Zyron. Only the Knicks for $100 million would sign somebody with one eye and two microfracture surgeries. But shut my mouth. He's our most important New York Jew since Woody Allen. Now it's time for the tip off. Hang time podcast. This week, Lang, we might ought to change the name up. Uh, the Hang Time Dunk Cast with the sure. cast of characters we have coming on the show today. Episode 42 of the Hang Time Podcast. Seku Smith, your host. Along with my co-host, Lang Whitaker. What's up, man? Sir, I know you've been on the road. Uh, this is your, if I count correctly, this is your second trip to California to my nun. Uh, it's my second trip in two weeks. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you, yeah. you, you're going to pay taxes pretty soon. You keep going out there like this. Just keep adding up those sky miles. <laughs> <laughs> and still, no can of sunshine for your boy. That's just, yeah, friends like you who needs enemies. Hey, I came back to New York and it was snowing. So. <laughs> it was uh, both times, wasn't it? Yeah, it's going to snow tomorrow too. So nice, Great. nice, very nice. Well, listen, we we have uh, a, a dazzling show of slam dunk, you know, participants, slam dunk legends, slam dunk winners. We got it all lined up for you today on the Hang Time Podcast. Lane, we got all four guys who are going to participate in the Sprite Slam Dunk Contest during All-Star Weekend next next month. And uh, actually, that's this month. It's you know a couple weeks yeah. away uh, in Los Angeles. And then we also sprinkled in a couple of guys that you're going to love to hear from. Not only do we have Hall of Famer and dunk legend Dominique Wilkins scheduled to join us today, but Brent Berry, uh, co-host on The Jump on NBA.com and NBA TV every Tuesday, uh, a slam dunk champion himself as a Los Angeles Clipper is joining us. So it could get uh, it could get a little crazy today, Lang, if we're not careful. And the entire show is hosted by two people who can't dunk. So that's speak great. for yourself. <laughs> you know, you know, don't go lump me in in your category. Now, I, I have been known to rise above the rim. I have been known to dunk a donut or two <laughs> through the years. What's your What's your fondest dunk contest memory? Like what? I remember watching when Spud Webb won, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I, in a way, I'm. I, I don't know if my experience is kind of unique, I guess, because I grew up in Atlanta, where and the Hawks always had, you know, either Dominique or Spud for for years in the dunk contest, and it made it a lot more exciting to me than probably some fans in other. I don't know, maybe fans in other cities liked it too, but you know, we we kind of had someone to root for in those contests, right? Um, I. I 
you know, when when Jordan won in '88 in Chicago, that's the year Dominique should have won. Yeah, remember still a little that? salty about that. We all are. Yeah, I remember when Dominique won. Um, I've been to a lot of dunk contests the last few years. Yes. Um, uh, I can remember. I, I, I mean, mean, do you I have one 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 signature dunk or something that that stands out? Just like you know, one one thing I did. I wasn't there in Denver in 2005. You were there when Josh Smith won. Yeah, was that a, was that yeah was that 2005? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was at home and I was watching when Josh took off his jersey and had the Dominique jersey Dominique underneath. Jersey, oh yeah, yeah, that was good. That was pretty great. That I remember that. That was pretty great. Um, it wasn't even the the stunt that he pulled that day that really struck me. It was the dunks. I mean, yeah. every one of them was. Didn't he do a? He made. <laughs> yeah, he made every dunk though. He didn't have one yeah. do over, one bobbled. You know, he never bobbled the ball and lost it at the rim and had to do. I mean, he every one was sharp. It was on point, and uh, he was kind of a surprise winner. You know, I always like it when somebody you don't expect to win uh, shows up and does something, you know, to kind of catch everybody by surprise. So, yeah. uh, And we could have that situation this year with Blake Griffin obviously being the prohibitive favorite hometown, you know, pick obviously with the Clippers. Uh, But Serge Ibaka, JaVale McGee, DeMar DeRozan, who's, you know, from Southern California, will have a – I'm sure have a nice – uh, hometown bump going on for himself there. It, it could be an interesting, interesting contest. The weird thing to me, Lang, is how over the years people have kind of grown tired of the slam dunk contest, and they say, "Hey, you know, you've seen everything they could possibly do. What else can they do that we hadn't, you know, that hadn't happened already?" Blah blah blah. I never get tired of it. Saturday night at at All Star Weekend is always my favorite night of the week of that whole experience. All right, look, enough enough yapping, Lang. Let's just let's, let's dive in with the guys who are going to be on center stage. Joining us now on the Hang Time Podcast, Lang, DeMar DeRozan of the Toronto Raptors, a late addition to the slam dunk contest uh, at All-Star Weekend in Los Angeles, but kind of a homecoming for you, DeMar. Uh, you know, Compton is a, is not far from the Staples Center. I'm sure the, the chance to perform in front of a lot of friends and family back in Southern California had to be on your mind when you decided to get in this thing. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, I thought it would be a cool thing, and, and it's a great situation. And it's always a blessing to be a part of All-Star Weekend, and it just add more on to it when, when, when it's back home. Tomorrow, I mean, I know people might remember you were in the dunk contest last year, but you might not remember, I mean, you almost won. <laughs> it was, what, 51 to 49? That was the final score. I mean, you, you, yeah. you nearly won the contest. What do you... What do you take from being in it last year? What what do you bring this year to the contest from that? You know, I think last year I, I was kind of, you know, I was, I was a little bit excited. And, you know, uh, first time being part of All-Star Weekend, you know, kind of a little, little nervous. But, you right. know, now, now going into it this year, just go out there and just have fun, man. Just go out there, do dunks, get the crowd involved. You know, use your teammates. Use, use, use your environment. Man. Just have fun with it. You know, I think that's one thing I definitely didn't do last year. Demar, you you've had some time now to look at the field. Do you get on uh, NBA. dot com or YouTube or something and start studying these other guys' dunks to see what their weaknesses might be and maybe you know come up with a strategy to to uh, you know to outdo somebody even before you get started? Uh yeah, I've, I've been working. You know, uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been I've been I've been trying to come up with some ideas. Been on Twitter, people on Twitter been giving me ideas and everything. And, you know, I'm just trying to go out there and, and just be ready for uh, the, all three of them guys when, it, when, when, when the lights come on. Tomorrow, when was, when was the first time you dunked? Do you remember? 
Uh, I was in the sixth grade when I first dunked. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Uh, was it like I mean, you barely got it in, or? It, yeah, but my my hand got over the rim and, and I, I put the ball in. You know, and I, I think that's how I got popular at school. <laughs> Demar, have your teammates been on you in terms of, you know, you got close last year. They're not about to watch you go and and uh, come up short two years in a row. I'm, I'd imagine they've been in your ear about what they think you ought to do and how you ought to handle it. Yeah, they they definitely been been grilling me every day about it because they said they they're not gonna watch it if if I'm gonna lose it again this year. So they got they 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 been on my. Uh, They've been on me about coming up with something definitely good, so they've been helpful. Have you uh, had to change your phone number yet? Because I'm sure you're starting to get the ticket requests. I'm sure in the next week or so, I, I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna I'm really have to. <laughs> Demar, which one of these guys, these other three guys between Blake Griffin, Serge Ibaka, and uh, Javale McGee? I'm having a brain freeze there. Javale McGee, are you? most concerned about? Like, which one of these other guys do you think poses the biggest threat to you leaving with that trophy? Uh, you, you have to go with Blake, you know, because just, just the things he's been doing along this season, you, you can't take away nothing from his dunking, dunking skills. And, you know, it should be very fun. And, you know, I definitely got to come to the come to the table with, 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 with something good. So you're putting the pressure on Blake then? <laughs> or, or, or do you think yeah. the pressure's on him? Yeah, yeah, pressure's on him, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and people, I'm pretty sure people expect him to do something that that they've never seen. So yeah. I'm putting it all, I'm putting it all on Big Blake right now. <laughs> all right, tomorrow. How tough is it to show up and do something unprecedented? I mean, it's been so many slam dunk contests, not just you know the Sprite slam dunk contest in the NBA, but also these McDonald's All American dunk contests you guys have competed in. I mean, how do, how do you come up with something I you know eye popping that people have never seen before? Man, it's it, it's tough. It's definitely tough. And, you know, I think it, it, it's it's all about the approach to the dunk and what you do after. You know, you got to have fun with it. People like seeing the, the entertainment in the dunk. You know, uh, the creativity nowadays. You got to figure out where you can throw it off the backboard, off the side of the backboard, or, or something. You know, you always got to try to find something new and, and, and trying to dunk it in. But, you know, it, it gets difficult every year. Well, also, you kind of have to have a gimmick almost sometimes, right? Oh, yeah, 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 sometimes. You know, I think it's definitely getting getting to, to that now. Cause, you know, I think the people would like to see that, you know, see a yeah. gimmick with the dunk out there. Well, Damar, you got roots in L.A., I mean, you know, Snoop Dogg, anybody you could maybe throw out there and jump over him, anything crazy that yeah, might I, be in I gotta, store? I, got, I think I'm working on something now, so I think I got a cool little surprise that, that, that the people are like. Cool. That, that's good to hear, man. Well, listen, tell all the Raptors in the background we said hello, Damar, and we appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck. We'll see you in Los Angeles. Good luck, Damar. All right, man. Thank you. All right, bud. All right. I, I never thought about that, Lang, but what if you, you know, what if you grab, like, Snoop and – we just get. What if you reunite the the living members of NWA maybe and jump over them? And <laughs> wouldn't that be? I mean, that would get the crowd going in LA, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I mean, what if you get? I don't know, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Will Smith. I mean, ah, uh, you you get Will. You might have to start stacking them on top of each other. Otherwise, it won't be that impressive. <laughs> well, I mean, Will is like what six three. Do you think Jack Nicholson will come to the dunk contest? <sighs> That's a good question. I'm, I'm sure he'd be at the game, but I mean, how bonkers would that be if you could get? 
you know, a Hollywood type or, or somebody like that and jump. I mean, because we've had former NBA players that, that, you know, have been used as props. I mean, I know the Spud Webb, you know, Nate jumped over Spud Webb and all that good stuff. But I mean, what, what if you went on, just went out there and got like, who's the hottest A-list actor right now? I don't even know who it would be. But I mean, what if you go get, you know, I don't know, get Jim Cameron and one of his avatar you know, mannequins or something, and throw that out in the middle of the Staples Center. <laughs> what are the Oscars? They're like at the end of the month, right? Something end like of February. That. Yeah, like maybe you could get some crazy. of the some of the nominees for the Oscars out there. Yeah, I mean, do, I mean, we got to do something crazy. I don't know. Get the Laker girls jump over. I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll come up with something. Um, but I, I love having all of uh, these contestants on today because this is this is going to be very interesting to see. We got to pick all the brains and see who's really strategizing to win this thing i like i like the question about i'm gonna ask them all like who who was what was your first dunk yeah i like this at sixth grade i was like <laughs> yeah i could barely, i mean you know most people can, are just learning how to you know run and chew gum at the same time in sixth yeah. grade and he's dunking that's that's good to know it makes you i don't think i good. could tie my own shoes in the sixth grade and he's out there dunking <laughs> what are you talking about you still can't tie your own shoes oh uh, yeah you're wearing velcros all the time <laughs> true all right lang now we we've spanned the the basketball globe today, Lang, with guests from all over. Our next guest is a guy that everybody wants to talk to these days, so we're glad he's joining us on the Hangtime Podcast. Blake Griffin of the Los Angeles Clippers. Blake, what's happening, man? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Pretty good. Uh, just uh, out here trying to get some wins. <laughs> no doubt about that, man. We are uh, penciling you in, and probably we should be doing more than that for a win uh, during All-Star Weekend in that Sprite Slam Dunk Contest, and a lot of people are. I, I know you don't like wearing the favorites hat probably, but uh, what's it been like in terms of the expectations that, that you're hearing about people uh, hoping you do something crazy that weekend? Uh, you know, I don't mind. It just, it just makes me stay focused and um, and all that. But, you know, at the same time, I'm trying to trying to think about these, uh, these next couple of weeks before All-Star Week, you know, are really important for us as a team. Um, trying to get wins and all that. And then, uh, you know, when the time comes, I'll have fun during uh, All-Star Weekend. No doubt. Blake, who was your favorite dunker like when you were growing up? Uh when I was growing up I was a I was a big Vince Carter fan. Oh. Um, okay. I remember his his first dunk contest or the dunk contest where he just went crazy and um yeah, yeah I was that was probably by far the, my favorite one that I that I've seen personally. Yeah. Where did you did you watch are, are you I don't you're so young. Did you watch like <laughs> Michael Jordan and Dominique and those guys? Uh that that was before my time. <laughs> I uh, I mean I I've I've seen him now, you know, on, on videotape and all that, but um you know, like I said, the, the, my favorite one in my era, I guess, uh, was right, the Vince right. Carter one. Wow. His era. Thanks, Blake. We'll get our wheelchairs out now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, said videotape. I was going to be like, we were videotape. <laughs> no, it's like VHS. Uh, you know, what's that? <laughs> what's, what's, the, uh, what's the earliest memory you have of even being conscious of dunk contests and, and what whatever role they played? I mean, because I know when guys start playing ball when they're young, you know, you just try and make a shot and dribble the ball with you know without double dribbling and traveling all the time. When did right. you, when did that become a part of your perspective of the game in terms of you realizing what all that was about? Um, you know, I mean, I, I can remember a, a long, long time ago. My brother and I, for as long as I can remember, would always, you know, tape All Star Weekend and, and you know tape the uh, dunk contest and the three point contest and stuff and watch it over and over. But you know, to be honest, I can't remember the first time you know I really, mm-hmm. really started to. Um, you know, really pay attention like that. But, um, I mean, for me personally, I mean, I, I started 
Once I started dunking, I just never stopped. <laughs> when did you? When was your first dunk? Do you remember that on a ten foot uh, goal? I was thirteen when I when I first dunked. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was in a game or was it just no, like in the yard? No, this was just at um at my school at the, at the gym. Uh-huh. I, uh, my dad was was coaching the high school team at the time. My brother was practicing, and I was over on the side goal, just just trying. I was close, and I just <laughs> I, I barely got it over. It was like a little one hand. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, not not much to be proud of now. <laughs> you, well, you've upgraded a little bit in, in the years <laughs> since then, man. We, we, there's no doubt about that. What, what is it about that shot? I mean, because you, you do all sorts of other stuff that I think everybody is realizing. You, you're more, far more than just a guy who dunks a lot. But what is it about that shot and the act of dunking you think that makes it so appealing to people? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I guess you know, with some guys, it's it's, it's what they can do in the air. Or, you know, how they can they can move around in the air. Some guys, it's 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 the force. You know, for me personally, it's it's um, you know, whenever I go up to dunk, I try to dunk hard. You know, I try to finish. It's kind of a, a statement for me. You know, I can remember in high school and, and playing AAU and and you know playing against the older guys, my coaches and my my dad and everybody would tell me, you know. There's not not many layups. Um, you know, <laughs> too many layups get blocked now. So yeah. I just remember. Um, you know, they'd always tell me to turn the ball over and, and go finish. So, I mean, that's that's just uh, kind of my mentality now. I, I, Blake, when I know you said you're concerned about getting some wins, and the, the Clippers have had a pretty good month. How do you prepare for the dunk contest? Or do you, you know, when you get a free minute, sit back and scheme up things? Or are you just going <laughs> to um, try to let it go? I, I have a few ideas, but I haven't even, you know, I haven't practiced or anything like that. I'm not sure if I will. Um, right. I might try out one or two, but... For the most part, I'm just going to kind of go out there, have fun, and um, you know, hopefully, uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully they'll go down. <laughs> Blake, I've seen the the uh, videos of you and DeAndre Jordan doing trick shots and <laughs> all this crazy stuff. I'm not sure you shouldn't be in another one of the contests <laughs> on the All Star Saturday night. Are you going to have DeAndre with you uh, on that night? Because I mean, y'all seem like y'all work pretty good together. Yeah, we do. I'm I'm not sure what his plans are yet, but uh, I'll definitely have some of my teammates out there helping me out. Um, especially for one of the ideas, I'm, I'm gonna need more than one. So uh, I don't know. I, I got some, I got something in mind. <laughs> That's good to know. Some of it. Well, we, we talked to Demar, and he he was saying the the pressure's on you. If, <laughs> right. If you, uh, and I'm sure they're all gonna try to put the pressure on you. Have you started hearing that from these guys? Uh, you know, I haven't heard it from them yet, but I'm sure I'm sure that's how it is. But I don't mind it. I'll, I'll welcome it. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, Blake, I'm I'm curious too. You you over a hundred dunks now. Uh, and we're only halfway through, a little more than halfway through the season. Right. Um, but the look on your face sometimes after you do some of the stuff, it's almost like you're surprised. I'm, I'm just wondering, do you do you ever shock yourself with some of the stuff you finish? You know, catching three quarter court alley oop passes and this sort of stuff. I mean, are you do you ever stun yourself? Uh, actually, I mean, on on those like the 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 alley oops or the the one that Randy Foy threw me uh, last mm-hmm. game. The, the the surprising thing was the pass. You know, it's like I, I, I can't, sometimes I can't believe they put it, you know, so on the money from however far. I mean, I think Randy was at the other three point line when he threw that one. Yeah. Um. So I mean, for me, I mean, the easy part is just going up and catching and dunking it. Um. So I mean, it's more more amazing to me that they can, uh, you know, on the move in the game, you know, trying to put it on the pass over defenders and stuff. It's uh, it, it's uh, it's, it's definitely fun. You talked about how you and your brother used to study the All Star Weekend and stuff. If if we got the two of you out there in a dunk contest, <laughs> how do you think that would go? I don't know. He's he's actually a really good dunker. He yeah. um, he he can get up. So 
I don't know. He he might be able to do um, a little more more tricks in the air and stuff. I think I'd have to go with the with the power a little more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we may we may have to talk with him and, and set up something ourselves for later, man. We this could be yeah. interesting. I'm I'm sure I'm sure he'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> you said you also Saker was asking. He said you get the look on your face. You're kind of surprised. The other look I see you get a lot is where you're after the dunk. And you, you you start chewing on the the mouthpiece, <laughs> there's a little stare down a little bit. Is that, is that is that part of the dunk also? No, I mean that's something people always say. I I, I give it a, a stare down, but like in my mind, I don't even know. Like I'm not looking at anybody in particular. I'm just kind of looking, and the, the yeah. mouthpiece. I don't know. The mouthpiece just happens to come out. I don't, yeah, it just happens even, to. Come I don't out. even know what's going on after <laughs> afterwards. I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of out there in my own little world, I guess, for a second. Well, listen, you got to call uh, Gilbert Arenas and see if he'll let you buy his chamber, because if you if you do dunk contest Saturday night, All Star Game Sunday, and all the other stuff you'll have going on during that weekend, man, you're gonna be worn slap out by Monday. Right, so right. Yeah. you gotta you gotta drink your uh, energy drinks and get some rest before uh, All Star Weekend. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it to a uh, to a minimum uh, with <laughs> everything else. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. It should be a lot of fun. It should be, man, and we uh, we will be there to see it and, and looking forward to all of it, Blake. We want to appreciate uh, tell you how much we appreciate you coming on with us, and uh, good luck, All-Star Weekend, and everything you're doing, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, all right, man. take care. All right. I'm just going to I'm gonna go ahead and say it, since nobody else is going to say it first. I'm, I want this dude to show out on All-Star Weekend. Do you hear me? I want to – you talked about, you know, the craziest things you've ever seen in a slam dunk contest – if he yanks a rim out of the glass, I mean screws, and I will be, I will be a happy, happy man on All Star Weekend. Picturing him like breaking the laws of physics or something. <laughs> I don't know. He was he was just something. I mean, maybe he's downplaying it a little. Yeah, bit. don't don't listen. Don't believe the hype. You've seen him, Lane. You know what he can do. And to be honest, all those things that he does are all without planning. Yeah, that's you know? all. You know, that's like. The premeditation on those things is what, like five seconds? He gets to actually think about it before he jumps and catches those balls. Yeah. Uh-uh. This dude, this dude's getting ready to, he's going to do some crazy stuff on All Star Weekend. I, I've watched those videos of uh, he and DeAndre Jordan shooting baskets from the bathtub, out, you know, like out in the backyard and making shots. I mean, they, these are creative guys, man. It's, I'm looking so forward to watching this cat because we talked about it before on the show how refreshing his. You know, just his attitude and his personality and, yeah. and his approach to all this stuff is. But this is really like you talk about a coming out weekend for a guy. And he basically had to wait a year, obviously, to to get on the floor and play in actual games. This is going to be his coming out weekend of, you know, the, that big stage, the entire world getting a chance to see him up close and personal, man. And I can't imagine he's going to leave that that court on Saturday night without giving us something. I agree. I think he's got something planned and. Um, what do you say? He had something where he's got more than one of his teammates in mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's got Baron. He's got all kinds of dudes he can have. Yeah. You know, helping him with this. I'm, you know, they're making me ready. I'm ready to pack up now and go to L.A. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you know, one thing I thought of was uh, it was uh, one of my favorite dunks from All Star Weekend wasn't during the dunk contest, but in Vegas. Remember during the game, there was a timeout and. Gilbert Arenas just ran out on the mm-hmm. floor, jumped mm-hmm. off the trampoline, and, and dunked it through his leg. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, All Star Weekend brings out the the best in a lot of people, man. It's to me, it's the time when you go and you have to be reminded every now and then of just how ridiculously talented some of these guys are. Yeah, and you know, with Blake Griffin and 
You notice he didn't even he didn't even bite when I subtly stuck that in there about him playing on Sunday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the All Star reserves haven't been announced, but if he's not, if he doesn't make the All Star Star game, that'll be another thing that I'm gonna be railing about on the on the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'll be going berserk <laughs> next week if he's not on that reserve list. Think seriously now. I agree. I mean, come on now, come on, coaches, do the right thing, baby. I think they know. <laughs> they better know. <laughs> if they listen, after they listen to this podcast, they'll they'll know for sure. We we'll make sure we get, uh, you know, Micah. We need to get this, you know, disseminated to all the right people. Make sure we have that on on tap for the coaches so they know before Thursday. I'm pretty sure the coaches listen to every episode. <laughs> I can totally see Greg Popovich tuning in, Leslie. <laughs> I can see Pop listening to the Hang Time podcast. Nothing wrong with that. Moving right along, Lang. There's no sense in talking Sprite Slam Dunk contest without talking to the man who who basically helped make this thing what it is today. Uh, Hall of Famer, dunk legend, and NBA superstar Dominique Wilkins is joining us now on the podcast. Neek, every year this time, you you know, people start bringing up some of your famed, you know, performances in the dunk contest. Does it ever get tired? I mean, do you ever get tired of talking about the, the battles you had with Michael Jordan and, and some of those great dunk contests of old? Sometimes. <laughs> Not today, Sometimes. baby. Not today. Not today. Yeah, I do yeah, just say that. <laughs> what was your, uh, Nick, what was your favorite dunk contest? My favorite? Yeah. Probably. Oh, man, that's a good one. Probably my first one. Mm-hmm. So that's the first win. Probably my first one, I would say. Well, Nick, what is it that goes into the the preparation for this thing? Like, you know, nowadays these these young guys, they've seen all the footage of what was done before, so they have a hard time topping, you know, some some of the best and most unbelievable dunks put on in that contest came years ago. I mean, you, Jordan, Dr. J. I mean, so many of you guys have the signature dunks from the dunk contest. How do you go about plotting and planning to, to come into this contest and wow people and to do something they've never seen? Well, it's not so many things you can do differently, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the thing that makes dunking, the art of dunking, special when you take dunks that you've already seen and let's put different variations to it. You know, mm-hmm. Let's put a new twist to it. But as far as different dunks you can do without props, uh, it's, not a, it's not a whole lot of different ones you can do. Some of the stuff you did, Neek, was, I mean, it wasn't crazy creative or anything. Like in the, I think it was in the Chicago dunk contest, you walked up and just did a two-handed windmill, but you did it with so much like swagger and power and style to it. That I think you still got like a 48, 47, something like that. Well, yeah, they uh, jerked me on the last one, but that's okay. <laughs> that was the year you got robbed in Chicago, I'll say it. Yeah, I mean, you know. Things like that happen. What can you do about it? <laughs> so, you know, hey, what can you do? But, you know, it was a fun. You know, the thing we did that's different than today's game, we did it for the fans. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was just to give the, a fan, the fans to come see the most exciting event on All-Star Weekend, which was the slam dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick, have you, have you given any thought to this crop – that's in the dunk contest year this year. Blake Griffin is a guy a lot of people talk about as reminding them of you in terms of power and just how high he gets up in the air. Do you see any resemblance to the way you approached it in his approach? I think his his um, 
his will and his way he attacks the basket. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, man, he, he attacks with force. And yeah. I can relate to that because my whole objective was to attack the basket as hard as I could to keep my the, my opponent from trying to block it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that, that it was a deterrent. Did you ever uh, Did you ever break anyone's hand, Duncan? I tried. I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> did you uh, like when you guys did it? As you mentioned, it was a big event, and you guys did it for the fans. I mean, how do you think the NBA gets back to having the biggest names in the league in the dunk contest, LeBron? Yeah. Well, I just think at the end of the day, they got to want to get in it. You know, right? You know, I, I just think that's the key to it. Did you, uh, if you had to compete now, if say you're in your prime and you're competing now against these guys, <laughs> I think I know the answer, but you're still going to take it, right? Oh, of course. That's an unfair question. Is that a trick question? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering where you rank, guys. I mean, I know you, yourself, and, and, and Michael would rank at most people's, you know, at the top of most people's list when they talk about all-time, you know, performances in the slam dunk contest. But you've seen a lot of guys since then and, and watched a lot of dunks. I know you've judged – you know, plenty of them. I mean, I've I seen you over there giving out those harsh grades. It's like, I'm glad you didn't work at my high school. I'm going to put it to you that way because you're a tough grader. But who else has stuck out to you? Like, who are the other guys, maybe the other three guys that would round out your top five all-time dunkers? Wait, you mean? Uh, in the contest, the, strictly in the contest. In the contest? Yeah. I mean, you I mean from past and present? Yes. Well, you know, Dr. J is a granddaddy, so I'm gonna give him number one. I mean, he's he's right. first and foremost. You know, um, of course, Michael, mm-hmm. David Thompson, right? Um, excluding excluding myself, I presume. No, you. I mean, we're gonna <laughs> put, we're gonna we're gonna put you in there. It's gonna be a super six. Oh, okay, so. uh, <laughs> I would say, uh, oh man, I mean, I mean, these are good questions, brother. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, um, Man, I would have to say, say, you know, I, I would even say Vince Carter as a new school guy mm-hmm. yeah. is probably the guy I would because you know he's a smaller guy right. and got great jumping ability, and so you know he was very creative in dunk contest. So I got to give him um, some credit there. All right. Yeah. Um, man, I tell you, there's been some great guys. History. I, I'm, you know, a lot of people don't give credit to that. I, I'm gonna have to give credit to is uh, one of the guys is Clyde Drexler. Mm-hmm. They don't give that guy credit, but some of the stuff he did in the air, yeah. off the glide, was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but taller guys, Nick. Do you think there's a, a an added challenge for these? You know, specifically JaVale McGee, Serge Ibaka. You talking about two guys six six ten or taller that are gonna be in that contest this year? Is it is it tougher to be? That size guy, because the dunk doesn't look as dramatic. Yeah, it, you know, it, it does, and, and, and you're right, and, and it doesn't look as dramatic as a as a smaller guy. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, for for a guy who's six ten, six nine, it does. It looks it's, it's different. Yeah. Right. Now, are you going to be at the the Sprite Slam Dunk Contest in the latest year, Nick? I'm assuming uh, you're going to be there. I'm planning on it. I hadn't made it my. Mine yet, but yeah, more than likely yes. Okay, because I, I mean, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I don't feel good on on uh, Slam Dunk Saturday night without at least you and maybe Dr. J in the building. I need to see a couple of legends walking around for me to appreciate these young boys doing it. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I understand your pain. <laughs> <laughs> Can we give him a tumbo there, too, with the sound? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but, yeah, more than likely, I'm, I'm going to be there. All right, well, that's good to know. We're going we're gonna to let, let these young guys know, too, that there will be eyes watching them in the house, so they better be careful, man. they got to come there's correct. Al- there's always eyes watching. <laughs> hey, hey, Nick, last thing, we've, we've been asking everybody, what was the first time you dunked? The first time I dunked was eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay. How tall were you? About five nine. Wow, that's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you had yeah. the hops before the height, then? Yeah, I had the hops because where I'm from, you had to do a lot of running and jumping. <laughs> <laughs> People chase you home every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. You, you had to do a lot of running and jumping. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know, man. Listen, Nick, we appreciate you joining us, man, and uh, and good luck to you. We we'll see you down the road. Okay, bro. All right. Thanks, Nick. Man. All right, Dominique Wilkins, Lang. Uh, that 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 same question keeps haunting me. Five nine, eighth grade, he slam dunking a basketball. I think I was five two in the eighth grade. I saw I was like the shortest dude in class. I'm, I'm really not feeling good about all this. I don't I don't remember what year I was five <laughs> nine, but I know I couldn't dunk whenever it was. Uh, <laughs> you can't. I don't know when you when could you dunk. I mean, I, I've dunked once in my what? life. What? When was this? Is there video footage of this? No, they didn't have video back then. Was, <laughs> it was real to real back then. Yeah, I mean, it was. I was in eleventh grade and I was uh-huh. playing basketball at school. I was in the best shape I've ever been in, you know. And yeah, yeah. Our coach had us working out on this jumping thing that, like, mm-hmm. you know, train your calves to jump. And, right. I mean, I guess you could call it a dunk. It was almost basic. I mean, I was basically I touched the rim and knocked the ball in. Oh my god! You know. I would pay money for that YouTube footage. I would, too. I'd pay money for that. <laughs> Micah, you got to get on this. Somebody surely had a secret camera. No, they didn't have cameras. <laughs> I, I didn't. I never done. I did touch the rim once. Yeah. That's basically what proud I did. Of that. I just happened. There was a ball on the rim when I touched it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if you if you guys are like me, you grew up with guys who wanted, you know, maybe floor-bound cats who wanted the experience of dunking. My good friend Ronnie Dawson, we used to have a, a rim in the, his backyard that we all would go to, and we yep. would lower it. You know, I don't know. I think we lowered it. We claimed it was eight and a half feet. It might have been shorter than that. I don't know. But uh, I experienced what it feels like to get off the ground and dunk on a regular basis. And I'm serious. It's intoxicating. I'm talking about – and I know it was a lowered rim, but, I mean, we could play for – we would play for six or seven hours, and the sole purpose of the game was to see how many times we could dunk on we somebody did, else. We would play uh, up at Christ the King on yeah. Peachtree and Buckhead. We would play – they used to have a goal in the back that was eight feet tall, but it was <laughs> it was built into the cement. So you could, like – it had a, you know, metal rim, metal backboard, mm-hmm. and you could hang on the rim. Like, it was well, strong. That's classic. So we would play on eight-foot goal all the time. Yeah, well. Four on four or five on whatever. Just dunking on each other all day long. Those were the days. Yeah. The thing I liked about uh, Neek's interview is he's always so, like, he's so even keel when people ask him about the MJ dunk contest. And oh, I'm yeah. just waiting. One day as he gets older and it, they keep asking him over and over again, he's going to snap because you know he thinks like we do, he got robbed. He did get robbed. Everybody. I mean, I, I rode back and forth to uh, his Hall of Fame enshrinement with him. And we that was one thing we talked about. We were up like, Middle of the night, driving past Washington, D.C., talking about where he's from and, you know, talking about Baltimore and all that stuff. And we got into it about that conversation, you know, about that very thing. And the conversation kind of teetered on, well, you know, he was trying to be politically correct because he knew I was interviewing him and writing something. But he couldn't hold back. He was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> he's like, yeah, of course I got robbed, you know. And everybody that was there felt 
the same way. The only people that that felt good about Jordan walking out of that thing were Jordan and the however many Bulls fans who were there who could have cared less what Nick did. But right. everybody else saw it. We all know what happened. I mean, it's no. Just I'm always impressed that he's able to give. He's always like, no, nope, you know, things things happen. He's very zen about it. But. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good about about not. Uh, making us think about it because, like you said, it's one of those deals where nobody will ever change their mind. If you think he won and you and you watched it and you feel that way, you nothing's going to change your mind. But I, I can't get over this. Everybody and their mother was dunking in junior high, and I was running around, like, you know, hanging on the bar in my closet trying to stretch. I'm I'm not feeling good about this trip down memory lane here. <laughs> like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> All right, Lang. Well, we've, we've kind of spanned the globe here, Lang, and now we're going to speak to who I think is the most intriguing contestant in the Sprite Slam Dunk Contest. Serge Ibaka from the Oklahoma City Thunder is joining us now on the Hang Time Podcast. And Serge, I want to say, first of all, welcome to the show. And uh, tell us a little bit about this journey you have now to this to this contest, because you're a guy who uh, not a lot of people would have penciled into this contest, and here you are with a chance to, to maybe make a you know, make a nice splash on on All-Star Saturday night? Oh, uh, you know, first of all, I'm, I'm very studying, you know, I'm very studying to to be there in the contest. And 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 I'm working right now, and I came in to, to get some, some good uh, stuff for the dead contest, you know. And I think uh, it, it will be fine, it will be fine, and uh, we will make in some good show in L.A. <laughs> uh, Serge, we saw the video of you in Spain in the dunk contest. So we know you've done dunk contests before. How, how did you do in that dunk contest, and do you, do you feel confident going into this one? Yeah, you know, it, it was my first time in uh, yeah. the contest, so I think it's good good experience too for me, you know. Uh, I think that experience will, will help me in L.A., you know. It will yeah. help me in L.A. because it was good uh, experience, and and I did, I, did, I did do walking before, you know, practice some some good uh, dunk before and and when I get the in the, in the slam contest you know try to do my best possible but I think and um, it's good experience for me and he, he will, and that experience will help me a lot in LA Serge you you're pretty familiar with that the crowd and that atmosphere in Los Angeles obviously having played the Lakers in the playoffs you you, you mentioned Kevin Durant is is a guy that's helping you out with this. I know he can score and do a lot of things, but he's not a guy people would know as a dunker. So what what kind of secrets is he, you know, uh, giving you about how to attack this contest? Uh, you know, um, yeah, that, that's true. Uh, Kevin is more <laughs> scoring, but yeah. uh, Kevin, he have more experience to me in the league. Uh, he, he know how that stuff work, you know. You know that so he can give me some uh, some good idea, and you know to do like that to do the spectacle, the show, you know that kind of stuff. You know, Serge, uh, you grew up playing basketball, and I know your your mother and your father played. Uh, when was the first time you dunked a basketball? Do you remember? Oh, well, was uh, like that. Uh, yeah, I was like nine, nine. Yeah. Yeah, nine or ten. You know, wow. ten. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, my first time when I started to, to dunk, I, I was very exciting, very exciting because yeah, it, for me it was like a dream, you know, like dream. <laughs> oh, I can dunk and and 
Yeah, it was like like a dream, and and that time, if you think when well, well, I'm from, if you think oh. You, you, you like it, Michael Jordan, you know? <laughs> Jordan, so, <laughs> it was funny because my first time when I dunk, oh, all day I was just thinking about this dunk. I uh-huh. thought my father, oh, he's like, what's crazy, you know? That's awesome. That's, how, t- how tall were you when, when you were 9 or 10 year old? I told me. Yeah, oh, when man. you were 9 years old. Huh. I mean, were you a big guy even then? Are you a pretty tall kid at nine and ten? Oh yeah, when I was when I was younger, with my te- my, my my friends, I want I was to be tall. Yeah, I want tall. Yeah, I want tall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Serge, who were your favorite dunkers when you were growing up? Excuse me. When you were growing up, who were your favorite dunkers to watch? Oh, when I grew up, um, I would like uh, Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you know the the first uh, slam dunk he win. I was in Congo. I was very young when uh, my first time to see that um, uh, an all star. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I was whoa, this guy. Is, <laughs> that's crazy, you know. Yeah, uh. yeah. And I would like to uh, also and uh, Michael Jordan uh, and Frito Lai. Uh-huh. Yeah, that dunk is one of my best dunk. Okay, free throw line dunk. Yeah. Okay. So, Serge, how big of a deal do you think it would be if, you know, with all this talk about Blake Griffin and Los Angeles, if you win this dunk contest, how big of a deal would this be back home and maybe in some of the other places you've played throughout your career? Like, how big of a a fuss do you think people would make about that if you win this contest? I I think it it will be, first of all, it it will be... um and great surprise, you know, because no, 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 I think a lot of people don't know me, don't know me, right. you know. And it will be a great surprise, first of all, and I, I will be um, too happy, you know, and like after winning that slam then come back uh, here in Oklahoma and, you know, to see again to have um, the, the Thunder fans, you know, and go back home in Congo, you know, I think it will be something very fun, you know. Do you, Serge, do you think uh, people are going to be awake in the middle of the night <laughs> back in Congo to watch the dunk contest? Of course, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Well, yeah. we know you're going to have a, a, a lot of people around the globe watching, man, and, and pulling for you, and we're definitely going to be there. Can't wait to see what you guys got cooked up. Tell Kevin Durant to keep the tips coming, and uh, good luck to you the rest of the season, man, and see you in Los Angeles. All right, thank you. Hey, thank good you very much. much. We've got a new this 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 dude is my new favorite dude now. Vince Carter's name should no longer be pronounced the way we say it. Every time anybody says Vince Carter on this show, Micah, you press the button and let's have Serge Ibaka's version of Vince Carter. I don't I'm serious now. Don't say it again without I want Serge to say it cuz he's the man. Vince Carter. Vince Carter, baby. I love this. It's kind of funny. I was thinking like it's funny now that we're in I hadn't thought about it until today, but now we're in the the generation of, like you know, all Vince and those guys all grew up on Jordan and Dominique, and these guys now all grew up on Vince. You know, yeah, it's, just, now. it's a total, it's a generational gap that I think, um, you know, is definitely a part of this contest. You know, these guys, Vince, Vince is the dunker of their era, basically, or sure. the dunker that resonates. Whereas Lang, you're a little bit older than these guys, um, 
you know, so you go back to like Larry Nance and, you know. <laughs> uh, George Mikan was my favorite dunker. You know what I'm saying? Like you go back up. to, you know, the good old days of dunking in peach baskets, whereas these guys, you know, they're like, they're the YouTube generation, baby. They they sure. go back and they only go back as far as, uh, you know, Vince and maybe, wow, you know, Jordan seems like old school to them. Yeah. You know, whereas we grew up watching Jordan and Dominique live, you know, those were the dunk contests of our youth. So it's it's a unique deal, man. I, I didn't realize what a great group of guys we have in this contest in terms of you got Serge Ibaka, you know, with it's going to be, a, like you said, people on the other side of the globe in the middle of the night watching this thing. Just, you know, they're hoping he, he pulls the upset. Yeah. You know, uh, DeRozan will have a lot of people. You know, north of the border, watching and hoping that he does it. Um, you know, then you got Blake, obviously. I mean, Blake and then JaVale McGee. I just would look like, uh, you know, maybe not the strongest field to a lot of people when it was announced, I think. Takes on a much different look now after talking to these guys and and kind of realizing that we always want people who are eager and anxious to be in the dunk contest out there on Saturday night. We don't have one dude out there who's being pushed. Like all these guys want to be out there. They want to. Yeah. They want to put on a show. And to me, that's the best kind. I don't care what anybody else says. All right, Lang. The, the hits keep coming. Our next guest, Javale McGee, the Washington Wizards, the uh, the tallest contestant, I believe, in the Sprite Slam Dunk Contest. Javale, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. What uh, What's on the? Uh, I, I've seen some of the the post practice footage of you. Working out and cooking up a little something. What's on the What's on the docket for the for for the dunk contest? I mean, how how freaky can you get in a dunk contest? Um, I got a lot of stuff on my sleeves. Got a lot of things you haven't seen, and um, I'm trying to surprise surprise some people. <laughs> Have you ever been in a dunk contest before? Um, I was in a dunk contest in high school. Okay. Were you Were you close to seven feet tall then too? <laughs> uh, six eleven. Okay. <laughs> So, did you win that dunk contest? Yeah, I did. With a, uh, I jumped over my teammate who was sitting in a, in a rowie chair. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, a lot of times, Javale, the the tall guys in a slam dunk contest get penalized. You know what I mean? Because people are looking at, say, a six two, six three guy, and they see him get off the ground, and it looks more dramatic. How do you make up for that in a dunk contest at your size? I just gotta come up with some stuff. I just gotta come up with some stuff that no one's seen. Mm-hmm. When was the uh, first time you dunked, Javel? Do you remember? Um, probably I'll have to say high school, like sophomore year. Okay. And were you like what, like six two, six three, six four, six six, six six? Okay. <laughs> You've been taller than me since you were about five years old, Javelis. <laughs> Tough, man. Um, what you got? All these teammates who I know are are full of advice and ideas about what you should do and how you should do it. How do you how do you block all the the other stuff out and really lock in on what it is you want to get accomplished in this dunk contest? I mean, you only, you only have X number of chances to get it and get it right. I mean, how do you decide and break it down to what it is exactly you want to do? Um, I just try to figure out that's the realistic, exciting. And um, things that, that look good for people for a seven-footer. So I already have about three dunks. Mm-hmm. I need, need one more. And um, 
I'm just trying to just trying to make sure that it's all right. Who was your favorite dunker growing up? Um, probably probably Dominique and Jordan. Okay. Did what, can you pick one? Can you, I'm gonna make you pick one of the two. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Dominique. Okay. Okay. All right, that'll work. Javale. Now, all all joking aside here, if you had your choice of of all these guys to for you to get into uh, you know the final so it's like you against one other guy in this dunk contest because Blake is such a favorite by a lot of people you know certainly in the media and stuff would it, would you like to maybe go off you know as you and Blake for the for the title that one-on-one matchup or do or do you even care um yeah definitely I definitely wanted to be the best competition in the, in the final matchup so mm-hmm. definitely Blake you think you're gonna pull out that free throw line dunk? <laughs> um, no, <nah>, probably not. <laughs> Need a lot of adrenaline to pull that off, and I don't think I'm gonna have that much adrenaline to pull that one off. <laughs> have you made it before? Yeah, I made it before. I made it in high school before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I heard that Chris Weber is your dunk coach, and um, the last time he dunked a basketball, probably in, in a competitive atmosphere, Javale, you you might have been in high school. I mean, what what exactly can this guy teach you about dunking a basketball now? Um, I don't know, just trying to t- teach me to have an exciting dunk, I guess. And uh, I don't know. We saw the uh, the clip of you doing the dunk where you pulled the, the paper out of the net with your teeth. Yeah. Is that kind of along the lines of what you got planned for, for the contest, uh-huh. other stuff like that, or...? Definitely, definitely along the lines of things that people have never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, I've never seen that before. Yeah, just trying to come up with you know, I got a lot of stuff that people haven't even thought of, so I'm just coming up with a lot of things to where people they won't be like won't be like, Oh, it's a regular dunk. They'll be like, I've never seen that ever, like even in in, in YouTube videos from guys who don't play in the VA. That's good. That listen, we want you to be careful. We don't want you to get hurt or anything, but we, we welcome things we've never seen before. We wanna see the most outlandish dunks you can come up with. So we will be there and uh and appreciating all of your creativity, Javel. All right. All right, man. Well, listen, we appreciate you joining us, and good luck in the dunk contest. We'll see you in L.A. Appreciate it. All right, Thanks, now. Thanks, Javel. I'm trying to think what somebody could do that I've never. I know. I mean, because you're right. When I saw that, that clip of him doing the dunk where he went up and, like, snatched a water bill out of the nets or whatever it was. Yeah. That was definitely something I'd never seen anybody do. I know we – who's that that blew the candle out that time or tried to blow the candle out? Was that Joe Green? Green? Yeah. That was – I know he got panned for that. A lot of people were like, oh, you know, what a gimmick. But that I had to admit, when he did, I thought to myself, that is kind of, you know. God, do you Like, do you find yourself doing that during dunk contest line where – you know, maybe the crowd doesn't give it as much love, and then you look at it and think about how ridiculous it is for a guy to get up that high and do something and go, that was pretty, you know, like, that yeah. was pretty good now. I mean, I, I, the one thing no one's ever done in a dunk contest that might be an automatic 50, it, it would have to be, is if you break a backboard. Oh, my goodness, that would be, yeah, that's a no-brainer. I told Dwight a couple of years ago, I saw Dwight break a backboard when he was in high school, at a slam photo shoot. That's the only time I've ever seen anyone actually break one in person. Yeah. The, but uh, but you know the whole thing with breaking the backboard is it's it's kind of luck. Like you can't, you have to dunk on the exact right part and just yeah. it has to be ready to go. So you well, can't just do it. That and there goes the contest. I mean, we got what we move we to the other goals. side. I mean, you yeah, know. yeah, the turnaround. We can't we can't break too many backboards, but 
I think it might be an automatic win if you do it. <laughs> One that I hadn't seen that I'd still like to see is some sort of like added gymnastics component to it. Like throw like you know cartwheel and the ball and go get it. But like somebody did like the, a Roy Marble did the cartwheel. You remember him? Yeah, I mean I, that to me is not as nearly as. You know the one, the one Dwight Howard did a few years back, where he went up and slapped a sticker on the backboard. Yeah, and everybody was like, a lot of people were like, oh, that's not a good. Look. And then when I saw it the next morning, like I'm sitting sitting there the next morning watching it on, uh, like on the highlights, and I'm going, good lord, this man! I mean, he slapped it almost to the top of the backboard. I wonder, if, I wonder if Javale, yeah. I wonder if Javale can reach the top of the backboard. That's a good question. He's great. It was a good question that we didn't ask him. I, I, I know, because that could be like the thing of a, you know, you always hear Instant. about a guy who could take a, take a dollar off the top of the backboard. Exactly. Change. Instant 50. That would be a yeah. 50. Instant 50. I'm, so, I don't know. And I'm not sure you can. Tall. Yeah, he's seven feet. I'm not sure. I've, you know, he's going in to me with a, with a built-in disadvantage only because whatever he does will not look as dramatic as what, say, DeRozan does. Right, but um, I mean – but being seven feet tall didn't stop like Sean Kemp was pretty good, you know. Right, he did pretty well. Larry right. Nance. Yeah, I mean, and Dwight. Seven. I mean, obviously has, Dwight, yeah. has been able to overcome that. But I'm just saying, when Dwight got dethroned by uh, Nate Robinson, I mean, one of the things that struck me is that everybody was was looking at whatever Nate's dunks were, and was you know, it's like, oh man, you know, because he's a little guy going up and doing this, and that that obviously is a much more dramatic difference between five seven Nate Robinson and six eleven, you know, Dwight Howard. Right. And and what JaVale and certainly Serge Ibaka will deal with in uh in this year's Sprite Slam Dunk contest. But I don't you know I'm I'm trying to rack my brain because he's talking about he's already got three dunks on on his mind, you know, or in his plan basically that nobody's ever seen. And I'm going, what could he possibly have I'm 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 intrigued now. I am too. I, I am sufficiently intrigued by one JaVale McGee. If he can um, pull him off Oh, you know, I mean, obviously Blake's got kind of like the 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 home field advantage in a way, right? Being being on the team in the Clippers and Demar's from LA, so yeah. We're gonna know him, and Blake's kind of owned the highlights this season. So Javale could be the the dark horse guy that if he could pull off some of these dunks and make them, and uh, you know, I, I think he this this could maybe he tipped his hand to us here. <laughs> let's maybe, hope so. Maybe Javale's the guy to watch. I know. Let's hope so. I, all I know is after watching him get up repeatedly in summer league on the, on the receiving end, a lot of those, you know, passes from John Wall, it it crossed my mind in July. Like, boy, he would be interesting to see in a dunk contest, you know. And at that time, of course, we didn't know that he would be a part of this field. But now that he is, I'm very very anxious to see exactly what he has up his sleeve, as he said. It's going to be. It's going to be some entertaining stuff going on on Saturday night in uh, L.A. during All-Star Weekend. Like, you know what? we got to make sure they give us some seats together, so maybe they can let us judge. So we <laughs> yeah. can kind of compare these notes from the Hangtime podcast. I won't and... be there, but I'll be judging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I want to be able to remember some of the stuff they're saying, just in case we can take any credit whatsoever for somebody yeah. you know winning this thing. I want to make sure we remember it. Lang, this uh... – this this dunk podcast and and I guess we've just renamed it that after speaking to all these uh, fabulous dunk contestants, former dunk contestants, Hall of Famers, what have you, wouldn't be complete without a, a visit from our good friend Brent Barry. You may have noticed him on NBA TV's airwaves on the Jump, uh, Game Time, and all the good stuff. Brent, how are you, my man? 
I'm doing good. Uh, I, I'm a three-point shooter. Why are you guys calling me? <laughs> hey, we were talking to these guys earlier, and I'm looking down the list, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> How do we get Brent on here? Cause... Do you remember, hey, Lang, you remember in uh, Sesame Street, you'd get to the point in the show after Elmo and, and Grover and Kermit, and it'd be that segment where one of these kids is doing his own thing? That would yeah. be me. <laughs> one of these I kids is kid, not like the other. Three kids are jumping rope, and there's one kid in the corner playing Legos. That's me. <laughs> well, how did out. you How did you win the 96 dunk contest then? Well, I would guess that we could probably cover a few areas when it comes to uh, me getting into the dunk contest and then eventually winning. I think you can't obviously discredit the Ruben Stoddard effect of the sympathy vote. Uh, of course, that has to play a part. Uh, there was also a tremendous amount of money exchanged between me and the judges. Uh, so there would be two solid reasons. I'll tell you guys a, a good story that I don't know that really has ever been discussed, and maybe over the next couple of weeks people will track me down and I'll have to say it several times <laughs> over. But it'll be the first time on the podcast. And when I was there with the clips, I was dunking after practice sometime in December, just messing around as guys tend to do, at least the young guys who are stupid because the old guys are icing their <laughs> knees down. And so I was dunking after practice and doing some things. And I will tell you, I've never lost a dunk contest. I had one, uh, actually three in high school that I won, mm -hmm. uh, a couple in college that I won. Uh, obviously, I was eight and I won the one we had for school. But then I participated in one after my senior year of playing college basketball that I won in uh, Seattle at the NABC All-Star Game. Yeah. And so, uh, and I also won a summer league one at, in Potrero Hills at the uh, – uh, at the summer league, um, actually, it was at Kizar Pavilion in San Francisco in the Bay where I grew up uh, in the concrete jungles. So uh, I felt I, I felt like, you know, a dunk contest is cool, but I was dunking in December for the clips uh, after practice, and a guy named Joe Safety mm -hmm. saw me dunking. He works for the Clippers. And so Joe came down and goes, wow, Brent's a pretty good dunker. And, I, and he was right. And uh, a couple weeks later... I had had a, a pretty decent rookie season. I was elected to play in the in the rookie sophomore game, which was something they did at the time. And um, I, I think uh, actually it was just the rookie game at that time, not the rookie sophomore game. Right. And Joe Safety came down to me after a game and told me, hey, Brent, tomorrow there's going to be a press release uh, about you being in the dunk contest. And I, I looked at him like, you didn't ask me about being in this contest. How is it that I'm in this contest? And I kind of went back and forth with him, like, what, what are you talking about? He goes, well, I saw you dunking after practice that day, and, you know, let the league know, and, you know, we got you in. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like being forced to go to a party that you didn't want to go to, uh, but you have to go now because we're putting out this press release, which <laughs> makes you have to attend. So, honestly, I was a bit nervous about uh, doing it. I really didn't volunteer to be involved in it and the story writes itself i go to san antonio and end up winning the thing which was kind of funny and not maybe the best field put together but <laughs> i'm not the one in charge of that and uh, i had a great time doing it it was in san antonio at the alamo dome and um it was it was a lot of fun it was my rookie year and uh, just really kind of had a good time with it and i think that that's really in in essence what that should be all about it's 
it's an exhibition, and thank you, as you well know, I'm an exhibitionist. <laughs> I can't believe you're telling all these lies, Brent. You know good and well the only reason you got in that dunk contest was so you could get in that video with Coolio. Oh, God. It, 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 is, it is all the way live. It's all please, the way live. Please, YouTube. For those of you that have a computer, which most of you do, please YouTube Coolio. It's all the way live from the, I forget, what, what was the name of that movie, the Whoopi Goldberg Eddie? Movie? Eddie, I think it was, Eddie? was it? Yeah. Yes, uh. Eddie. That's it, Eddie. So I made the video. You Me made, my, you made uh, it. My, my good friend Malik Seeley, God rest his soul. That's right. We're in that video together and... uh yeah, uh, one of the perks, I guess, of, of winning. <laughs> Brent, have you have you ever? Uh, I mean, you won championships. You know, you made a bazillion three pointers. You've done all this other stuff in your career. But is it strange to still, when you go somewhere and somebody goes, "Man, you won the dunk contest," and I mean, it's like it's the one thing about an NBA season, other than maybe who wins the championship, that people never seem to forget. Yeah, I think it's stranger for for them than it is for me. Because <laughs> people go, dude, you won the dunk contest? <laughs> I remember, I remember uh, obviously growing up and watching it, but I love Charles. Charles at the time had a great comment, I think a couple weeks afterwards, about we should have another Million Man March. And, uh, <laughs> of course, you know, all the, the, you know, so much rigmarole about, I think that white men can't jump and come out earlier that maybe the year before or something and all the stuff with that i mean basically Seku and lang there's a couple of negatives uh if you're a if you're a ball player and you're a white ball player there's a couple of negatives first of all it's minus 100 points if you're born white second of all you're like minus 500 if you have straight a's in school which i did but you can receive a thousand actually 10,000 street cred points by winning a dunk contest. So I do have that going for me. <laughs> I guarantee winning the dunk contest has gotten you out of more than a few tight situations over the years. It's actually gotten me into some tight situations <laughs> that normally I wouldn't have access to, and I thank God for those moments. I was so. going to ask if, if winning that dunk contest, Brent, made a – Put you in, uh, set up some high expectations for you for the, you know, your, the rest of your career. You were trying to overcome that stigma of being just a dunker. Oh, uh, and Lord knows that I, uh, you know, several years led the league in dunks. Um, no, it's uh, again, Lang. It was kind of one of those things where, obviously, for me, it was totally something out of the blue that I just tried to have fun with. I was a rookie. That's not really part of my game. I mean, at the time, I was just a good jumper and. Uh, you know, an ugly, crooked-nosed kid, which hasn't changed much. But I was just a good jumper and a good athlete at that time and went there just to have some fun. And lo and behold, ended up winning the thing. But certainly my game had nothing to do with uh, uh, with really dunking the basketball. Just playing in the open court and being a being a good shooter and playmaker was more what uh, my game was about. But the next, oh, I guess 14 seasons, I had to show people that uh, – the reason that I was playing in the league was obviously not because I had a prowess to get above the rim because I certainly didn't do that all that often and had to have plenty of room. I had my share of dunks, but it was not something that uh, my game was built on. It was just something that I could do and I ended up winning the thing. And it's a, you know, it's a great story and have a lot of fun with it. And it was great. That I will say the, the last or the couple months that preceded uh, that dunk contest or actually at, afterwards, people would come up to me and would look around, kind of look around before me and go, dude, great job in that dunk contest. And I go, what are you looking at? 
Why are you looking to your right and to your left, Chucky? I mean, it's okay. You could, you know, it was good. Yeah, no worries. So what's, what's your take on this year's field, Brent? I mean, you know, you got Blake Griffin, who's kind of everybody's favorite, and then you got these other interesting characters, you know, JaVale McGee, seven-footer, uh, Serge Ibaka, you know, another big guy, and then you got DeRozan, who was in it last year, almost won it last year. Yeah, I think it's always there's always this feeling about the big guys. It's not as fun to watch the big guys dunk because they just don't. When you see those super slow mo replays, it doesn't look like they're flying. And isn't it what everybody right. really gravitates to is the fact that boy, these guys are up in the air and look how long and look how high they're getting and you know they're floating and and who doesn't have dreams of doing things like that? Yeah. Um, I do. I do think that the issue and, and forget these guys. I do think there's some issues with the format of the contest. I think they could do some things to change it up to make it a little bit better and kind of make it a little bit more exciting for the fans, at least in the building, because Mm -hmm. over the past couple years, it's been kind of dead and everybody's expecting so many things. There's really only so much you can do. And the fact that Dwight over the last few years and Nate have taken on this idea of really choreographing some things and having some performance to it and having a little bit of fun and making it kitschy, I think is great because it really is. It's something for the fans to embrace and enjoy it. It shouldn't be taken all that seriously. It's it's really just for the enjoyment of the game and the weekend. And that's really how it started all the way back in the days when, you know, when Doc won it for the ABA back in 76. It was all for enjoyment of and the spectacle of the sport of basketball and I hope that this year it's a great one in L.A. And then, then Blake could win and keep, he could be the second white guy to win. <laughs> do you guys have meetings, like the former champions? Do you guys do you get like in a society? club? Yeah. Uh, there's a red, white, and blue jacket that I have. We, You know, it's a secret society. Uh, we meet in Des Moines, Iowa every year and uh, at a small uh, Hilton hotel. And uh, we, we order in pizza. No, we don't do anything, uh, <laughs> nothing like that, Lang. That sounds pretty exciting, though. That was... Legends of Dunk Banquet in Des Moines. That would be sweet. <laughs> When's the first time you dunk, Brent? Like, how? I mean, everybody has to rem- that can dunk has to remember the first time they actually flush one. Yeah, I think I was a freshman in high school and was able to do it. And mm. obviously, if you walk into any any gym uh, at that time there's kids after school or during recess for hours upon hours throwing spud web lob pass so that the <laughs> ball bounces somewhere close to the rim because your your hands aren't too big and you can't palm the ball and you hope that the ball goes above the rim so you can put it down and say yes that counts yeah <laughs> so that was the mo after schools at uh, after school days at dillis how high school line up about 15 guys who think they could dunk and throw a bunch of spud web passes to see who could be the one to to get a couple down on a particular day and, and you ever... think you and you won the whole thing on on all-star saturday night how crazy yeah. is that you know, it was crazy in the sense that, uh, Sekou, when I was in San Antonio for that, I-, I walked, I had troubles a couple of times getting to my hotel room because the security didn't believe that I was a player. <laughs> so, like, I had all the credentials and things, but every time, you know, some guy's Stackhouse, Jerry's walking in, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, hey, Jerry Stackhouse, cool. And, and uh, you know, at the time it was uh, Sabonis was a was a rookie. He was forty three years old. So, yeah, Sabonis, cool. And uh, I would go in every time, and it was after the fourth or fifth time. I said to the security guy, "Hey, I 
I've walked by here several times to get to my room. He goes, yeah, I know. I just got to check your credentials. <laughs> so that was cool for Friday and Saturday morning. But after Saturday, when I when I ended up winning the contest and went back to the hotel, I made eye contact with that same security guy, and it was the most hilarious. Uh, I, I will not forget it. It was just hilarious. that I looked at him and kind of gave him the, yeah, now what? Now what? And he's like, you're right. Come on in. Come on. That's classic, man. Yeah, it was good times. Good times. Well, listen, Brent, we appreciate you joining us, man. We, Like I said, we have capped off a monster uh, uh, all-star slam dunk preview podcast, and uh, we couldn't do it without you, man. We, You know, like you said, there's only been one of you. There's only one yeah, Brent well, Berry, baby. I appreciate you guys <laughs> inviting me to the podcast. And you guys are doing a great job. I've been listening to the shows, and it's fantastic. Way better than Sekou's work on the jump. So, man, keep up the good stuff, would you? <laughs> I didn't want to come right out and say Boy, y'all are brutal. <laughs> brutal around here, man. Thanks, Brent. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, All right, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Right. Later. That, that's... Now you see what I deal with every week working with Brent Berry, guys. This, this dude's awesome. This dude's awesome. All right, man. See you later. Uh, All right, buddy. Are you going to have us? We're having a party out there in LA? What's up? I'll be out there Tuesday and at the house. So we'll discuss, but you're more than welcome to come down there. I think some guys are. Party time. Some guys are coming down one night for down, come to the bars at the beach. So we'll work it out. All right. I'll hit you up. All right, Bones. Thanks, man. Sounds good, guys. All right, bye. Well, you couldn't ask for a more fitting end. It's episode 42 of the Hangtime Dunkcast, formerly known as the Hangtime Podcast. Uh, Lang, if if that doesn't fill you up and get you ready for All-Star Saturday Night, I don't know what will. I'm ready. <laughs> Aren't you? I'm, We're ready to go. I'm ready to, I'm ready to hit it now. I'm, you know, I'm just hoping that we, we have uh, schmoozed enough you know, high rollers to make sure we have some good seats because we got to get the winner on after. Oh, no question. No question. Yeah. Whoever wins, it's... We get 40% of the credit for dang, having them on the podcast. <laughs> and now we're covered, no matter how Yeah, and, and we we basically lobbied for everybody. So, I mean, we should be good. I mean, but it was it was a great great time talking to all these guys about, you know, uh, the contest. And really, I like, you know, the whole notion of what, when's the first time you ever, you know, dunked. To me, that's like the old, uh, when, when you know, your first kiss, your first dunk. I mean, there are only a few things that, that probably make you get – Get excited like that? I mean, I I'm still waiting on my first dunk. <laughs> by say. the way, I'm I don't I guess I'll be sixty and trying to, you know, <laughs> some things you just never have. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we want to thank all of our guests today, of course, for coming on. Uh, let's, let's shout out Michael Hart too. And great work by Michael Hart, our super producer, and Lane Krause in there pushing those buttons, doing all the work. This it's been a one of the longer days of the Hang Time podcast, but we are not complaining. Trust me. Uh, Thank DeMar DeRozan, JaVale McGee, Serge Ibaka, Dominique Wilkins, the Hall of Famer, Blake Griffin, and Brent Berry. Thanks to all of those guys for joining us on episode 42 of the Hangtime Podcast, and we shall definitely see you next time. Later. Thanks for listening to the Hangtime Podcast. To download more episodes of the show, visit the iTunes Music Store. Be sure to check out the Hangtime blog on NBA.com. And for more of Lang, visit SlamOnline.com. You can follow Seku and Lang on Twitter at SekuSmithNBA and Lang with it. The Smyrna Spartans have yet to get on Twitter, but we'll let you know when they do.